Good morning, Storyline. It's so good to be, well, at least in communication, if not together. This is a fifth Sunday, and for, for us that means an impact Sunday, where we go out into the community and serve servants. Now, of course, with this shelter in place that's going on, uh, that isn't going to happen this morning, but we do have something very special for you. Paul Knapp is in charge of Impact for Storyline, and this morning he's going to interview one of our Impact partners, Andrew Robinson. He's the head of Mosaic in Benton Harbor. But before we get to that interview, I want to say a quick word about what Storyline's been doing and will continue to do until we can once again gather together on Sunday mornings. First thing is we have established a Zoom account for Storyline. So if you're part of a community group, a Bible study, or any kind of service team or group that likes to get together and see one another's faces and interact, please get in touch with Paul and he will show you how to use Storyline's Zoom account. We've also been releasing new content several times a week. Nothing too long, but sometimes they come in, a, in the form of a short email with a reflection. Um, I've released a few short audio messages and they're just a couple minutes long. And our plan is to release these on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. You can hear the short audio messages on our podcast or on our website. You can read the email reflections when they come out as one of our mass email blasts. Now, if you'd like to be alerted to those when they come out, please go to our website and sign up for our email blasts. And you can also subscribe to our podcasts. And it's all explained right there on our website. I'm very excited about these short messages. To this point, I've done them all, but in the coming weeks, we're gonna have some other storyliners share, and it's gonna be really great. Finally, the last thing I want you to know about is um, what we've been doing to help people and ministries that are struggling financially in this time. This week's storyline is going to give away more than $12,000 to individuals and ministries that we know are in need. A friend of mine recently asked me, Mike, how is a church that never asks for money in position to do something like this in a crisis? And the answer is, it's all because of God. He led us to structure Storyline in a very unique way. For instance, no one on staff is full-time, and that's on purpose. We don't own a building. That's also on purpose. And all of you, our Storyline community, is incredibly generous. And I believe that too is for a purpose. And what that means is not only are we not panicked or in some kind of survival mode, as so many ministries and nonprofits find themselves in at this time, we are actually in a position to give even more than we normally do. It's really exciting. And I am truly humbled to be part of a community like this. The people of Storyline just blow me away. You know, we often wonder together, what if the best church for us is the church that isn't for us? And I hope it feels as good to you and inspires you like it does me to be part of a church that in moments like this can give money away. If you want to join in on the joy, please go to our website. There's a give button there. And let's keep looking for people and servants to serve and love with financial assistance. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, the Bible says, The most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for our meals is more than extravagant with you. And then listen to this. It says, He gives you something 
you can then give away, which grows into fully formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way. So be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. God has led Storyline for years to give away more than we keep for ourselves. We've always done that. And so this crisis is just another invitation for us to step up and love the world right again. Please join us. Thank you. I'm super excited about this interview with Andrew Robinson this morning. I want to thank Paul for setting it up and all he does to lead us in our ministry impact. And so with that, I'm going to turn things over to Paul and Andrew. I hope to see you soon. Enjoy the morning. Hey, Storyline friends. Uh, thanks for tuning in on another unconventional Sunday here uh, with Storyline. I think It seems like that's something we're becoming known for, the unconventional, and that's even more obvious in these unprecedented times. And so today was supposed to normally be our regularly scheduled Impact Sunday. Obviously, that's going to look a little bit different. So on Impact Sunday, that's uh, when we gather outside um, of St. Joseph High School. We go out into the community and serve a number of different organizations and individuals. Um, and so today we thought it would be great uh, to invite in one of our impact partners to tell us more about their organization and what they're doing. But first I want to highlight a couple of our other partners as well, specifically New Heights CCDA. Um, they are still operating for car service and oil changes. So uh, if that's something you need and you need an errand and feel comfortable getting out of the house, um, or if you need uh, uh, an urgent repair, um, that can't wait, uh, consider New Heights. Um, as well, their community food bank is still up and running and they are looking for financial donations to help keep their food bank stocked during this time so they can meet uh, the urgent needs of the, the Benton Heights community. Also, the emergency shelter is still looking for uh, paper supplies and um, toiletry items and um, any goods like plastic forks, plastic spoons, paper plates, um, things like that, toilet paper, uh, paper towel, uh, things that they can provide their residents during this time that could help get through those. Any cleaning supplies, any Clorox that you're willing to part with would be great. Um, so, so yeah. So instead of uh, doing maybe a more formal gathering talk uh, this week, we thought it'd be a great idea to highlight one of our longtime impact partners, Mosaic. And so today our friend Andrew Robinson is here. Are you there, Andrew? I'm here. <laughs> That's uh, here we go. Yeah, we'll see. We're gonna see how this goes. Thanks for being here. How are you holding thank, up right now? Pretty good, pretty good. And thanks a lot, Paul. And uh, thank you, Storyline, for the invite uh, to be able to share uh, during these unprecedented times. It's uh, it's it's uh, you, you get acquainted, uh, reacquainted with your family uh, <laughs> during these times, which is a good thing, I guess. Uh, you you become yeah. so tired and work and. Uh, everything else that's a part of your schedule. And so some of those things that uh, maybe a hundred years ago that you would emphasize in family, togetherness, unity, bonding, uh, get put to the side in this 21st century uh, techno crazy society. Uh, but, but this has been one of those times where it has brought family uh, closer together. So I'm sure. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, right? <laughs> Whether we like it or not. <laughs> and so there no are escape. times, there are times when you have two uh, energetic girls who uh, want daddy's attention all the time, uh, yeah. 24 seven. Uh, it can, it makes you appreciate school just that much more. <laughs> sure. Sure. How old are your girls? I have one that is 10, uh, another one that is six. So, okay. 
they're okay. they're pretty they're pretty energetic. Yeah, lots of energy trying to keep them up with their schoolwork and yeah, exactly. trying to keep them occupied. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that. So, so hey, before we jump in, I, I want to yeah. hear about your story and who you are. But first, can you tell us a little bit more about Mosaic generally? You know, yeah, um, yeah. Who is Mosaic and what are they trying to do? Yeah, so so Mosaic CCDA uh, was founded in. Uh, 2009 uh, by a local pastor here, uh, the senior pastor, the lead pastor of Overflow Church, uh, Brian Bennett. And uh, it started off uh, focusing on how to help individuals in the region who are unemployed and underemployed uh, to get some type of gainful employment. So we started off with three uh, social enterprises, uh, the resale store, uh, Harbor Shine, which many of you will remember, uh, was the original name of our snow removal and lawn care service. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, it goes by the name now of uh, Mosaic Property Services, MPS. Uh, and then, of course, we, we started off with a, a, a uh, cafe as well. And so those three uh, social enterprises, what we call them, uh, started as the bedrock of, of this organization. And uh, from there, uh, we, we, we moved on and we did uh, added up a particular our Jobs for Life program, which uh, many of you may be uh, in tune with. Uh, it's a program that helps individuals uh, get prepared mentally. Uh, Brian noted uh, to me as I was, um, you know, in the process of uh, looking into this position uh, that the reason why Jobs for Life became so important was because there were so many people that Mosaic was employing that uh, did not have the basic skills needed to be successful in the workplace. And so Jobs for Life uh, became that engine mm-hmm. uh, to help individuals prepare themselves, uh, get mentally prepared, more importantly, uh, understand the importance of, you know, uh, responsibility and accountability, what it's like to get up early in the morning to go to work, uh, sure. what it's like to take a personal responsibility for your actions in the workplace, um, uh, things that maybe we grew up understanding. We've had moms and dads who were there to teach us. Uh, many people that we were encountering did not have those basic mm-hmm. frameworks. And so uh, Jobs for Life became very important and instrumental with providing those services to, to individuals. Yeah, that's So, that's so Jobs for Life, yeah, from Jobs for Life, we got a, 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 a myriad of other things we're exploring. Uh, we're looking at uh, offering uh, skill-based job training. Uh, when I came on board, I realized that there was a huge gap, uh, a huge void there. Uh, once individuals complete our Jobs for Life program, which is great, uh, the opportunity next for them is to try to get them employment. Well, there's mm-hmm. one thing mm-hmm. with getting individuals employed. It's another thing with getting them good um, uh, employment that leads to, to, to good, decent wages. A lot of times, uh, the, the opportunity opportunities that individuals were encountering were those opportunities that only led to minimum wage mm-hmm. jobs and incomes, which was not enough to uh, take care of their families. And so uh, having a skill uh, will help in that area to provide additional revenues uh, for individuals who are looking uh, to take care of their families. And even more so the case now uh, that uh, we're we undergoing uh, these unprecedented events right now. Sure. Where individuals uh, will need a, a skill uh, to, to be able to take care of themselves and their families. Yeah. And I think, I think the other thing with that is, is 
it's hard to get a job if you don't have a, if you haven't had a job, right? So if you don't exactly. have that experience, especially exactly. Um, exactly. coming out of an incarcerated situation, like yeah. having that first step uh, and having, like, having those step. skills, yeah. and then a yeah. job, um, yeah, helpful, yeah. For the next employer to be able to trust, like for for instance, one of my close friends is a product of the Jobs for Life uh, program that Mosaic offers, yeah. and uh, is actually a colleague of mine now in Young yeah. Life. And uh, had he not had that connection to Mosaic yeah. and the Jobs for Life program, I'm not sure uh, if that story would be what it is today. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm I think I think what Mosaic's doing there in the Jobs for Life program is awesome. And I'm yeah. thankful for it. You mentioned yeah. that Mosaic is a CCDA. What does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> I get that question a lot. So CCDA sure. stands for Christian Community Development Association. Okay. Uh, and there's a gentleman, uh, a nationally known figure by the name of John Perkins, who developed uh, this uh, national organization called Christian Community Development Association. And the whole goal was to help uh, organizations uh, faith-based organizations uh, that looked at everything from a Christocentric prism uh, to, to be able to develop an organization uh, that valued uh, Christ and the principles espoused by Christ and the Gospels, uh, but also provided uh, basic human need services to, to communities. And so uh, it's attaching uh, Christian, uh, which is who we are uh, in our faith and our beliefs and our value systems, uh, with the whole framework of uh, Community Development Association. Uh, community Development Association has been around for a while, and the whole goal of Community Development Association is really to help to transform the community, especially urban communities that have experienced uh, much blight, uh, dilapidation, uh, to help transform those communities into flourishing communities. And so mm -hmm. uh, John Perkins married uh, both the Christian uh, idea of what it's like to 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 uh, be a proponent of the gospel and to value the teachings of Christ with that of uh, the the infrastructure of a, a regular CDC, which is or a CDA in this particular point, which is a community development association. So yeah, I was uh, I was reading Mark, <laughs> I was reading Mark six. Uh, yeah. This yeah. week, um, when Jesus sends out the disciples yeah. two by two, and when they show yeah. up in the community, they're called. They're called to stay and yeah. be served by the community, yeah. and I and I hear yeah. that and what you're saying about CCDA because um, I've heard John Perkins talk about this yeah. idea when yeah. we when we come into a community, we're not trying to just yeah. fulfill a need and then leave. We're here to yeah. stay. And we're so this we're is here a, to stay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is an incarnational approach. This is an mm -hmm. approach where we believe that our goal here is to help transform the community and to reside in the community that we are transforming as well. And to be embedded yeah. in it, this is not to just provide, uh, you know, meals or provide, you know, services to the community. And then once those, uh, once a certain quota is met, then we just leave. No, the whole goal is to remain in this community and to continue to provide support uh, where needed. Yeah, that's great. So how did you personally get connected with Mosaic CCD? Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, uh, interesting story. Uh, something that, that uh, my wife and I talk about a lot. Uh, so back in the summer of 2018, honestly, I was on my way to Chicago. There was a, an organization by the name of Urban Ministries Incorporated in Chicago. The CEO uh, asked me to come on board uh, to lead his, his team. Uh, it is an African-American publication company uh, there. 
And uh, the, the whole entire summer of, of 2018, my wife and I were preparing to move uh, to Chicago from Detroit. Uh, I ended up getting an, an email uh, from a guy by the name of Brian Bennett, uh, unsolicited, didn't know who he was. And in this email, he mentioned to me, <clears throat> I got your contact information from a mutual friend, uh, Jeff Wright, who is actually the CEO of, uh, of the organization uh, that I was talking about, Urban Ministries. And uh, he said, you know, maybe I can reach out to you and just, you know, discuss with you the possibilities of being able to lead uh, Mosaic. Uh, if you have any uh, time, I would love to, to talk with you about this opportunity uh, when you get a chance. And initially, I left the email, reading the email, thinking like, man, what is Jeff doing? I mean, is he crazy? Uh, <laughs> I'm, and, uh, uh, and I called Jeff and said, hey, Jeff, I mean, what's going on? I thought I was supposed to be working with you. I mean, why are you, you know, tossing my name someplace uh, that um, I wasn't even thinking about going? I mean, my mm -hmm. wife had her heart set on moving to Chicago. And, uh, we were preparing for life in Chicago to, to, to be uh, his second in command, chief operating officer of uh, Urban Ministries Incorporated. And, and yeah. now you're, you're tossing my name off to some place else. And actually, uh, Jeff and, and Brian, um, I think Jeff was a mentor to Brian mm -hmm. for maybe about 10 to 12 years. And so I, I guess in a conversation, um, uh, Brian mentioned to him uh, that... Uh, he was looking for uh, someone who could possibly lead Mosaic and ask uh, Jeff if he had any recommendations. And so uh, when I was talking to Jeff and all of this came to light as I was talking with Jeff and Jeff mentioned to me that he shared with Brian uh, my information and said, well, Brian, honestly, I was thinking about uh, him uh, serving as my uh, chief operating officer and eventually my replacement. Uh, as CEO of Urban Ministries, uh, but you know who knows what God is up to at this particular time, and, and so you may just want to give him a call. And so Jeff said, "Hey, look, um, you know, if this opportunity is not for you, uh, there is always a place for you here uh, in Chicago. I know that uh, nothing has changed there. Uh, but knowing that you're actually from Benton Harbor, this is your hometown, and being able to go back home to make an impact." You know, I just thought maybe this would be an opportunity that would be worth exploring for you. And so I talked it over with my wife, who, you know, who's from Detroit, a big city. And mm -hmm. so the idea of coming to a smaller city was not appealing to her. Uh, ben Harbor's so close. It's, it's <laughs> close in size if you add in all the surrounding communities, right? We're, <laughs> we're almost there. Yeah, I guess if you add Grand Rapids and South Bend, I mean, sure. I guess you can say you can get to Chicago and Detroit side. Sure. You can uh, get to Grand Rapids <laughs> as fast as you can get across Chicago. Oh, that right. is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> but, um, you know, initially, you know, she said, uh, no, it doesn't sound like a good opportunity for us. You know, and which I kind of felt in my heart, but hey, I just wanted to do my due diligence and I, I punted it over to her and say, hey, what do you think about this opportunity of mm -hmm. going back home to, to do this? And so um, I said, okay, well, I'll call Brian anyway. I mean, there's no, no harm in calling him just to see what this opportunity is about. Um, he could tell me a little bit about this organization. So I reached out to Brian and said, hey, uh, well, let's talk. And we talked and he went over history, the opportunities, 
the challenges uh, that Mosaic uh, was, was currently at that time facing. And, but, you know, yet uh, another uh, opportunity for, for Mosaic to be able to excel. And so I said, okay, Brian, sounds good and everything. At this particular point in time, I'm not interested in, in, uh, in the opportunity just because my heart was set in going to Chicago and my wife's heart as well was set on going to Chicago. Right. And, um, but I said, you know, I'll pray about it. Um, and that's when uh, <laughs> everything began to change when I started to pray about it. Funny how that works. <laughs> it's funny how that works, right? And so I prayed about it, and eventually over time, the no became a maybe, okay? Mm. And then it became from maybe to, to possibly, and then eventually I said, okay, uh, what I'll do is I, I will go and meet with uh, some of the key stakeholders, board members, just to see what this opportunity is about. Mm -hmm. uh, can't fully commit to anything because I don't know uh, whether or not it's it's a firm yes uh, in my heart. And, and, and this was the war internally I was having. Do I come back home? Do I not come back home? Uh, and, and honestly, personally, I, I dealt with the whole um, scenario in which Jesus gives in, in the Gospels in which he says that a prophet is with honor except, you know, among his own people, his own, yeah. his own folks. <laughs> and so I'm yeah. like, man, do I want to go back home and, and have to deal with, uh, you know, family members as well and what all, that all uh, entails. And so uh, met with the board, met with some key stakeholders and, um, you know, really, really felt good about the meeting. When I came home, discussed it with my wife again, and she said to me that I honestly I think this is the opportunity for you. Hmm. And, and I was shocked. Oh, wow, that's huge. Uh, and so her heart came around uh, sooner than mine did, and uh, and of course as 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 men and as husbands uh, and fathers, and we we know that um, you know if the family is okay with it, uh, <laughs> you feel yeah. a little bit you you feel a little bit okay. You feel a yeah. little bit okay. You know they they're having struggles and challenges and difficulties accepting that, uh, that it becomes a, a huge problem. But for her to come around, especially being a big city girl, uh, for her to say, you know, I think this is an opportunity for you, really meant a lot to me. And, and so yeah. I knew at that particular moment uh, that God was saying at that particular time uh, that this was the opportunity uh, for sure. you uh, to, 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 to get into. What, what's it like, Ben? Now being back home for the last couple of years, have you, have you been that prophet that's been rejected, or have you been? <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent question. Sure. You so can plead honestly, the fifth if necessary. <laughs> so honestly, it's it's been it's it's had its ups and downs, honestly, uh, and that's with any job, any position. Um, you know, there are days that you you're happy and you're thankful and you're grateful for. Uh, the fact that uh, this opportunity presented itself and that you have the ability to 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 partake in this opportunity um, mm -hmm. but then there are days that you you wonder lord i mean did you did you really call me to this you know was yeah. this just me you know making it up in my head and saying you know this is what you wanted me to do mm -hmm. uh, and, and so uh, it's been a journey but it's been a worthwhile journey i have some great board members uh, I want to throw a shout out to Tom Austin, uh, <laughs> member of Storyline as well, who's on the board. He's been phenomenal. Uh, he's been a ph phenomenal friend and support to me. 
Uh, but yeah, it's 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 been a journey. But I think we got a good team in place. Uh, we got a good infrastructure. Uh, I, I think that uh, honestly, um, you know, when I took over this position, I can remember uh, the first day being on the job, and I say this all the time. Um, my finance director, and it was just it was within the first hour of when I got to Mosaic. I will never forget it. It was November the fifth, uh, twenty eighteen, and I. I was uh, scheduled to meet with Brian at around nine o'clock. And so I think Brian and I had just met and it was a quick meeting. And so uh, my finance director uh, came in and she was heading, uh, I think, to the kitchenette area. And she said, well, welcome. Heard so many great things about you. Uh, but I want you to know that I don't know how we're going to make payroll. Uh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> And so, <laughs> so that Welcome was to the job. That was within the first hour of of me. <laughs> so you know, I'm 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 thinking like you know, should I call my wife? Should I say you know, have we unpacked everything? You want to call Jeff Wright right there? You <laughs> yeah, know. Jeff Wright. Hey, I'm coming to Chicago. <laughs> you know, what's going on? Right. But, uh, but, but honestly, um, you know, ever since, um, you know, God has really blessed us tremendously. And uh, we've come out of some tough times and some difficult times. Uh, but God has led us to a place now that, um, you know, even in this very moment, um, you know, I was able to dream, think through, um, you know, next steps, uh, next opportunities, what the future of Mosaic will look like in the next five to 10 years. And so, uh, and that was before, you know, obviously now you have plenty of time to think about it because we're all uh, kind of locked down. But uh, even before the lockdown, uh, I was able to just get away to really think through what uh, the next phases of Mosaic will look like. And it's just, sure. you know, it's a credit to uh, the wonderful staff that I have in place, uh, but also the board members uh, who are there as well. And, and the supporters who have supported us even uh, throughout the, the difficult challenges that we faced. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, you've, you've told us, uh, um, you gave us a great picture into Jobs for Life there at the mm -hmm. beginning of our time together today. What else is Mosaic uh, doing right now? What are some of the more active initiatives that Mosaic is executing right now? Obviously, things look very different yeah. in our circumstances. <laughs> well, but in, active in a normal now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> on pause right? on pause yes on pause <laughs> yeah so one of the things is uh i mentioned about the skill-based job training component which i think is uh, something that is really needed in this particular time uh and, and i think it's the next level for mosaic i mean i think we did a wonderful job with offering jobs for life which provides individuals who um uh, don't even know how uh, to stay in the workplace for longer than a month. And I was really shocked and surprised uh, when I first came on board that the amount of people uh, who had never worked in one particular location for longer than a month. Hmm. Um, you know, it's, hmm. it's outstanding. I mean, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's astounding. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and so Jobs for Life helps in that fashion. And now to me, the next step is uh, providing individuals who are ready uh, now to work in the workplace, uh, who have been prepared and who have taken uh, 
that initial step to say, you know what, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to, to take care of myself and my family and to, to get a good gainful, uh, gainful employment, uh, to, to provide them with additional skills and technical skills needed uh, for them to learn a trade. Mm -hmm. um, whether that's construction trade, whether that's culinary, whatever that mm -hmm. is, to be able to provide for them opportunities to, to get uh, technical skills to be able to succeed uh, in the workplace. Uh, sure. We've also had, and, and I've been thinking through this as well, haven't really flushed it out uh, completely, but uh, it's, it's, all, it's been in my mind. Uh, we've had individuals who have come uh, to us who want to start their own businesses. And, and mm -hmm. these are opportunities, honestly, that, you know, before they would have never thought about because, you know, they, they are surrounded a lot of times with those who are pessimistic who are negative about what they can do and what they can achieve. And so they come to us and then we're instilling in them hope and optimism and, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. And, you know, this is an opportunity for you to better yourself. And now some of them have dreams of one day owning their own cleaning company or their yeah. own, you know, construction company. And so being able to, to, to help individuals maybe provide a business incubation for them, <clears throat> being able to, to, yeah. to supply to them and to provide for them resources and mentors and, 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 and the funding needed for them to be successful in starting and launching their own businesses. You know, to me, I would love to, to, to do something like that. We are also looking at expanding our social enterprises as well. Uh, we, we were looking at for NPS uh, uh, as an example, uh, we talked about it being a snow removal and lawn care company. Well, what if we add a, janitorial cleaning component to it. Mm, we can yeah. you know, go around properties, businesses, commercial properties to provide janitorial support for uh, businesses that don't have it. Uh, so, so we are really in this particular season being very creative and, and being able to, uh, I, I have uh, convened, I guess you could say amongst the leaders there, an innovation lab uh, to, to think through ways in which we can now enhance Mosaic and take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, uh, the storefront. Is that still part of Mosaic? I think yeah, maybe that's, yes. the, that's the component yes. that maybe most of us are familiar yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. So the resale store. Yeah, the resale yeah. store is, uh, honestly, I have a wonderful team in place uh, there. Uh, and and it's, um, it's, it's doing well. I mean, honestly, we... We, we've seen numbers come through the resale store over the past, uh, well, before uh, the shutdown uh, that we've never seen in a long time in Mosaic. Hmm. And it's credit uh, to the team that's in place there. Uh, so, yes, the resale store is, is still going. Uh, we're still going to promote that. That's still one of probably the early entry um, opportunities that people have to see firsthand. Uh, the work that Mosaic is doing in the community. So uh, to yeah. all of you who are uh, supporters of the resale store, please continue to support it. Uh, we're going to be launching new uh, opportunities uh, in the upcoming uh, future. Of course, after the, the lockdown uh, for ways for you to continue to support, uh, we're looking at even developing an e-store, uh, which would be a game changer, especially in a resale uh, community uh, to, to be able to provide uh, opportunities for people to shop online and, and be able to get discounted items. Yeah, that's great. 
That would be awesome. Now, the staff at the resale store, are some of those staff uh, part of the Jobs for Life program as well? Yeah, and so what we typically do for our Jobs for Life program, and I think this has been something that's been foundational for us, is uh, we try to reserve uh, a certain amount of positions for those who come through Jobs for Life. Um, and, and this is for a number of reasons. Number one, when people complete the Jobs for Life portion and graduate, uh, we want to provide for them on-the-job opportunities. Um, it, it does us no good uh, to, to be able to talk principles and precepts and what to do and what not to do if we're not giving individuals the opportunity to display that, to put Fair, that in yeah. practice. And, yeah, and so we do try to have a transitional, a couple of positions for both MPS as well as MRS, uh, the resale store for individuals that um, need to put into practice the principles that we taught. And now for some people, it, it's a given. These people are ready, they're prepared. <clears throat> we can place them now, you know, someplace and we have full confidence that they're going to excel. But for some people, they may need a little bit more seasoning, uh, opportunity and time to be able to grow in the principles that they're learning in, in Jobs for Life. And, and this is the opportunity to transition them into uh, some type of on-the-job training with the resale store and with MPS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. How can people get involved both now in our current circumstance yeah. and both in a, a post-COVID world, whatever that's going to look like and you know, whenever that's going to be. <laughs> what whenever that's going to take place, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right in 2022, now, when all this is said and done, when can we, how can we get involved? Yeah, yeah right now, I, I'd encourage you, um, you know, if you're a big believer in Mosaic and you really believe in the mission and what we're doing uh, to transform lives and, and, and for those who are, who, who lives are transformed, for them to transform the lives of, of their family members and to transform their communities, I ask you to support us financially during this particular period of time. Uh, of course, you know, the, our uh, social enterprises have uh, historically been uh, the institutions that have supported uh, the overall central administration and operations of Mosaic. Uh, but because of the fact uh, our social enterprises are service oriented, um, you know, having to, to close them down really impacts us financially. And, and so mm -hmm. I would ask for you uh, to continue to be generous and continue to support. Uh, thank you for all the support that you've given over the years. I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, but I ask you to continue to support uh, us, especially during this difficult uh, period of time. After we come out of this particular period of time, uh, there are three ways. I mean, you can continue to give. We, we will want and encourage you to, to continue to give to us. Uh, but also there are opportunities to serve as a mentor for our Jobs for Life students. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we are ramping back up our mentorship program, which gives individuals who are business owners, individuals who are leaders in their own industry, or are individuals who care about uh, transforming lives to be able to serve as mentors to our students who are coming through. Many of them have not had an encouraging voice. Many of them are surrounded by negativity. And so just to have a positive voice there to encourage them and let them know that they can succeed is what is needed to put them over the edge and to help them to be successful. And, and so I would encourage you to, to serve as a mentor. And last but not least, um, uh, I, I just love the Impact Sundays. Uh, the Impact Sundays have been a tremendous blessing to Mosaic over the years. 
And I just encourage you to continue to participate in that. Uh, I know for many of you, the, the resale store has historically been uh, where you have served. Uh, we're gonna offer other additional opportunities for you uh, to serve as well. And I failed to realize, uh, failed to mention before, that one of the initiatives that we, we are launching, I guess you could say relaunching, because it, it started maybe about two or three years ago before I, uh, I came, uh, was our housing initiative. Uh, we purchased one house uh, back in October. Uh, we're doing renovations to the house. Uh, the whole goal of this housing initiative is to transform the communities in which our Jobs for Life students live. And, and so the way to do that is through home ownership. We know that if uh, there are more homeowners uh, uh, in areas, uh, that, that the community itself begins to improve. And so if we can boost home ownership uh, in the city of Benton Harbor uh, in this region, uh, we know that uh, these homeowners will help to transform uh, their communities. And so this housing yeah. initiative is built along those premises of helping to transform uh, communities through home ownership. That's great. That's yeah. great. Um, where can we get more information? Uh, <clears throat> and if we want to learn more about Mosaic, if we want to get involved those ways, how can we get plugged in? Yeah. So um, I, I think that, uh, of course, I did leave some brochures, but obviously it's this particular time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we <don't, laughs> we're, we're not going to be delivering those door to door. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> We're not going to be dropping them off at this time, unfortunately. <laughs> not at this particular point in time. Uh, and so I would encourage you to either go to our Facebook page, uh, Mosaic CCDA, and learn more about what we're doing and some of the opportunities that present itself uh, to you if you're interested in, in serving uh, at Mosaic. And also to our website, uh, www.mosaicccda.com. Uh, to learn more about uh, ways that you continue to serve at Mosaic, but also to learn about some of the things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, Andrew, I'm, I'm super thankful for your time today. Thank and you, I Paul, learned a ton. I and I think, <laughs> yeah, I think everybody else did as well. This, this was, this was. Yeah, thank um, you. And again, I just want to say thank you. Kudos to you, uh, Storyline, for what you guys are doing in the community and the impact that you're making. Uh, not only on, on organizations like Mosaic and ESS, but, but just the lives that you are transforming in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that affirmation. So um, friends, if you, again, if you want to get more uh, involved at Mosaic, you can check them out on Facebook, check out their website. Uh, like Mike mentioned in the intro, uh, we're trying to give, give as much as we can during this time. And if you'd like to be a part of that, head to storylinechurch.org. Uh, and you can hit the give button and you can contribute to what we're giving away. Uh, like you may have heard in our gatherings before this, we have a special giving initiative going towards Mosaic. So if you want to participate that way, now is the time to do it. So Andrew, can I pray for you as we close? Yes, please do. Yeah. Okay. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I'm grateful for Andrew uh, and the calling that you've put on his life and the mission that you've called him to. Uh, Lord, he is a gift to this community and we are thankful for him. Lord, continue to open our eyes to different ways uh, that we can uh, participate in what Mosaic and Andrew are doing. Uh, and Lord, may they be a shining light um, in this community. Uh, God, you are good. Um, may you open our eyes to the good gifts that you want to give to your children. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, All right. Friends. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it. Yeah, for Thank sure. 
Absolutely. May the grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, friends. We'll see you next time.